Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. They're talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, everybody, back to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are coming at you live from New York because we are covering the entire WrestleMania weekend set of events. We've got NXT TakeOver New York. We got the G1 Supercard from Madison Square Garden, which we will actually be at live at the event. I was going to say, we will be live. I'll be live that one. And WrestleMania 35, of course. Which I will be at live. Which you will be at live, and I have decided to opt out and stay home and be comfortable. Yeah. You suck. (laughs) I'm going to save that money. (laughs) This is really fucking funny, actually, that it's like the guy who is going to WrestleMania is, like, mad and jealous of the guy who decided not to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, just because you can, like, just walk up and go to your open bathroom. You won't have to wait in a line. (laughs) Yep, I don't even have to close the door. I can poop with the door open. Yeah, you could be like, hey, I don't want to miss this match, but I really got to poop. <laughs> and I can even pause it. <laughs> yeah, I can pause it, take a poop, and then fast forward later. <laughs> Should I try that at the, the stadium? Just run up to the ring? Hey, can you guys I just hold? I'll out the bathroom for you. <laughs> yeah, you just run up to the ring. You're telling them to hold the match. Guys, guys, hold on. I have to poop. Please, stop the match. Just go into a, Joan, go into a choke hold and just hold it. Oh, you know, I guess that's why they uh, they created the uh, WWE app, right? So then you could just watch it on your phone while it's going on in the stadium. Yeah, but I don't know if you've ever been to a stadium and tried to get on the internets. There. Oh god, <laughs> like, that's gonna um, be horrendous. Unless they have like the best Wi-Fi ever, like. Yeah, because I bet everybody's doing that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. I bet you in in what there's going to be like eighty some thousand people there, right? I, think I so. Yeah. I bet you that someone has it up on their phone as well as watching it live. Oh yeah, just for the lulls. Yeah. But even just I just know some people that like listening to the commentary. And so like Oh. They'll probably what? just play Who the fuck when given the option to not listen to WWE commentary <laughs> is gonna be like, you know what? I missed the commentary of Michael Cole. I wanna <laughs> hear his opinion on this match. What kind of sick or, twist? Or, or they just really like Corey Graves. Well, okay, good point. Yeah, because Corey Graves or, has gotten pretty good over the years here. And I have to say, with the Kobe storyline, Byron Saxon has gotten a lot better. Well, he's not as bad as Michael Cole. Yeah. I mean, that's a very low bar to just jump over right there. Very true. But admittedly, you are right. Byron Saxon's been doing a little better lately with Kofi. And man, I feel like Kofi has just been on fucking fire himself. Like, especially this last promo he cut against Daniel Bryan at the contract signing. That was yeah. great. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Man, I am ready to see that belt around Kofi's waist. I am going to be wearing my New Day shirt. Maybe that entire weekend. I don't know. Even to the G1 Supercard? I, I might. I don't know. I, I might risk the blasphemy. We'll see. 
If I feel like if I show up there in a New Day shirt, or, well, New Day wouldn't be as bad. Like, if I showed up in a Cena shirt, people would be like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, yeah. I don't even have a Cena shirt, but, like, if I did, and then I showed up in one, I think people would boo me out. But, like, mm-hmm. a New Day shirt, I think people would respect New Day. I think they would be, like, I think you would get the hesitant look of, like, really, a WWE shirt at, at this show? But yeah. then they would be like, it's New Day, so it's somewhat okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Y- you get the, the type of uh, reaction from a smart that's not us. Because we're just like, whatever, man. You like the wrestling you like. Unless it's, like, horrendous. Like, unless you're somebody who actually thinks that Baron Corbin is a good wrestler. In yeah. which case, your opinion is dog shit and you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, other than that, you know, fucking who cares, man? Or if you, like, like the... Um was that the dixie carter aj styles storyline oh god dna yeah Yeah. like that kind of stuff that's when i just go yeah no i i don't respect your opinion or you (laughs) you as a person have lost all respect (laughs) yeah but speaking of respect let's get into nxt which has always got the tightest best cards of all time we got nxt takeover new york which is yet another great like i'm very excited for this card oh yeah this is uh, I would say on paper right now could be the best NXT card we've seen. Yeah, it's it's absolutely up there. I think the only thing that you know could have made it better right is if we had gotten the final conclusion of the Gargano Champion oh, storyline. But we we got robbed. Of would that you at the say last that? Second. Would you say that that would have like sealed the deal, so to speak? Oh yeah, because that that storyline has been building for years. Like it is absolutely without a doubt the longest running storyline in WWE. mm Hmm. And I think probably also one of the best told ones. Yeah. But, I mean, great replacement in its place of Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually very excited for this replacement match. And I think it might I, make kinda, a lot of sense. I'm torn on it, too, because I'm just like, oh, my God, I love, I would, I want to see Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. And then, on the other hand, I was like, oh, but we could have had Ciampa. Like, <laughs> right? All right, man. All right, let's All get right. into this. So, I'm, I'm going to pick my first match. Hmm. I feel, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll pick what I'm most confident. I'm most confident that War Raiders are going to retain. Okay. That seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. I, I'd be very surprised if they decided, like, you know what? We've been teasing Black and Ricochet up on the main roster. They even have a fucking uh, SmackDown title match. Is that the one they got put in? Yes. They, they have two, two separate title matches <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, th- this would be very weird if all of a sudden these guys were the NXT Tag Team Champions. But they do, they do have the better, in terms of odds, they do have their best mm-hmm. odds in this match because it's only two teams, whereas it's three teams in their WrestleMania match. True. I guess there is that uh, yeah, basic math to consider. Mm-hmm. So uh, any defense for Black and Ricochet actually becoming the NXT Tag Team Champions? Uh, I will say that the, there is that chance with how Vince thinks that he just goes, no, no, I don't want him on on the main roster yet. Mm -hmm. Especially because we're going to have in, I believe it's not the Raw right after, I think it's the week later, is Mm -hmm. we're going to be having another shakeup. Oh, God damn, another one? Oh, yeah, Yeah. I guess there's almost always the post-WrestleMania. The post-WrestleMania shakeup. Yeah. So there is that slim possibility that they just go, (laughs) yeah, there's too many other guys we have to take care of, so keep Aleister Black and Ricochet, like, We'll mm-hmm. we'll tease them up on the main roster more, but their their main home is NXT, and so True. therefore let's throw the titles on them. And I guess depending on how much more like 
you know, over time, if they want to try and continue to further integrate the brands, then like, you know, if somebody is on SmackDown or Raw, like uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet here, that doesn't mean that they can't also be on NXT. Yeah, because we are going to have NXT crossover mm-hmm. with uh, the women's tag team champions. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Bailey and Sasha have already, they've already appeared on NXT, right? I'm trying to, I think they did. If they haven't, they're going to. Yes, they, they appeared, but they didn't have a match. They came okay. down and they did the announcement that said the next time we come back, we'll be defending these. Which I definitely think is going to be the post-WrestleMania tapings. Mm-hmm. If it is, Bailey and Sasha at that point, we'll get into that match later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think whoever does have the women's championships will make an appearance down at NXT. Definitely, I agree. Because... Right, match. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this leads into my next match. Ah, okay, perfect. I think... Obviously, with the shakeup of SmackDown Raw coming up, I think we are going to have some NXT talent come up to counter my point of Alistair Black and Ricochet not not coming up. And I think one of those guys is Velveteen Dream. So I think Matt Riddle wins the the NXT North American Championship this weekend to allow for Velveteen Dream to make his main roster debut in the shakeup following WrestleMania. Interesting. Okay. I could definitely see that because I it, clearly Matt Riddle is a big priority. Oh yeah, for them. it's like, the future is the Matt Riddle and Keith Lee show. That yeah, Keith Lee. I'm surprised that Keith Lee's actually not even on this card. I I think NXT is always smart about that. I think they space mm-hmm. their guys out because they they have to do the five matches to give everyone time, and I think they're going Keith Lee will be in the one of the post WrestleMania NXT mm-hmm. takeovers to. To give him that platform. Yep. Yeah, I definitely see that. I agree. Because yeah, like uh, you know, so f- say for example, like if Black and Ricochet go up, uh, then you've got like Undisputed coming into the tag team scene, and you probably don't have the NXT UK match on the next takeover. So yeah. you probably have somebody like Keith Lee come in. Maybe he'd be the next challenger for the uh, North American title, regardless of who has it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually do think. Not that he's going to get the clean win, but I think Dream is going to retain it for now. And I think he's going to pull some sort of trickery over Riddle. Like, I think maybe get himself disqualified. Um, maybe get kind of like a flash pin out of nowhere. Maybe uh, pull some sort of other, like, heel, slightly heel tactic, I think. He's going to maybe even pull a count out. Like, take an intentional count out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I think he'd probably get himself intentionally disqualified over that. Like, hit him with the belt kind of thing. Oh, well, yeah, because I could absolutely see him hold on to the title, get caught up to the main roster, mm-hmm. but finish his storylines out on NXT. Yeah, because I, I think this storyline is still kind of new, and I think you could actually have a little bit more juice to it. And it, w- it would help flesh out a little bit more, too, between, like, because uh, Matt Riddle is, like, obviously this physical marvel. Um, but you have to kind of get him some sort of a weakness, some sort of way that he could lose. So you can have people kind of, like, outsmart him, basically. Yeah. And Velveteen, up until this point, has been extremely confident. Uh, and then, you know, maybe he could beat this guy that just, he can't bulldoze over. So yeah. that it's like, oh shit, I have to kind of resort to some dirty tactics to beat this guy. And, and we don't fully have a character yet for Matt Riddle. Yeah, and I this could be interesting too. Maybe, like, kind of see him get a little more pissed off, chase after Velveteen Dream after he's, like, screwed him over. Yeah. So yeah, I could definitely see it going either way, but I'll, I'll stick with Dream. Alright, All right, what's your next see. match? Hmm. I think 
this is hard. I, cause I feel I feel pretty confident in two of them, and yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. God damn it! It's like between these two, it's like which one do I feel more confident in, and like which one do I just not want to have to defend the other side of? Because I think you'll probably pick the other match. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, I think... Alright, I'm going to go the NXT UK title match. I think Walter wins this one. I think he finally is the one to bring the end to Pete Dunne's glorious reign. I I agree with you. It's, <laughs> it seems like one of those things that's just like... Ever since I had heard that Walter got signed, it was sort of like, oh, well, he's going to be the guy that beats Dunne. Yeah. Like, it just felt like this it, bit of it destiny. Was, it was the... Yeah, you're right. Destiny is the right word because, like, Walter said... I won't sign with WWE because I don't want to move to America. And then WWE's like, hey, we have this NXT UK <laughs> thing, so you don't have to move to America. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got me. <laughs> okay. As long as I don't have to go to stupid-ass America. <laughs> but yeah, it's but, it's interesting because, uh, yeah, like, Dunn has had such a fucking stranglehold on this title for such a long time. He has been champion for, like, it has to be, like, two years now, right? It's, yeah, it's getting very close to two years, I think. Like, I'm trying. To, I, I remember he definitely had it last year's WrestleMania. Like, yeah, it's. I know it's like six hundred and something days. Um, I think it will be two years this summer, if he if he were to maintain. I think until like June or July, mm-hmm. August. Whenever it was like NXT Takeover uh, Chicago. I know that was where it was, but I just can't remember which month that was. I think it was, I think it was June because it was uh, Money in the Bank. Or mm. July. It was that summer. July, whatever. yeah. Uh, but yeah, my argument can just easily be that they're not ready to take the title off done yet. And he's had it for two years. Why not just keep it on him? And maybe do something mm-hmm. where Walter's taking him to his limit and he pulls some shenanigans to keep the title. Right. And yeah, then... Either he pulls something just himself or even like British Strong Style could get involved. Yeah, something where Walter has a chance for revenge and, mm-hmm. and gets another title match down the line. Right. Because, yeah, it, uh, it seems like there's no way that Walter doesn't win this title eventually. Yeah. He's definitely, like, the next in line. Yeah, especially because, like, he was the kind of signing that, like, the especially the way they've been treating him, it was like, I don't know why you signed this guy if you weren't planning on making him the champion. Yeah. Like, he's not the guy you just bring in and... He just wins a whole bunch of matches and you don't do anything with like right if you're paying like they had to be paying him like a hefty amount of money for him to be enticed so yeah mm-hmm. yep okay i am going with johnny gargano over adam cole for the nxt championship and i think that's because adam cole and the rest of undisputed are heading up to the main roster after WrestleMania. Oh, wow, man. You were really banking on a lot of call-ups here. I am. Man, all right, so then, because that would be really... I just feel like... like yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like like they've been so successful in NXT, like, I don't see why not. Like, just keep, one, keep them together as Undisputed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, that they... And I just think that crowning achievement for Gargano at Taker, like... Everything has now fallen into his place. He got his revenge on Champa. Like, not in a mm-hmm. match yet, but 
uh, with his attack after the loss in the mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes Classic. And then now you give him the title, like, Gargano's dreams have come true. Yeah, I feel like that's... It's like... Hmm. Because, like, if he gets it now, I feel like he needs to hold it all the way until Champa comes back. Because <laughs> he still needs to have that match with Champa. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's it's too early for him to win. And it, it, it plays a little bit too well into his character of being, like, Johnny Takeover, the guy who puts on the great show but then still loses. Yeah. And that when he's not being fueled with, like, destroying his arch nemesis, he get you know, he kind of loses and gets taken advantage of. So this will be the, the opportunity from Michael Cole, or not Michael Cole, Adam Cole. Jeez. <laughs> Michael Cole is going to take off the headset <laughs> and become the NXT champion. No, Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> that'd be the worst bookie decision of all time. That'd be a, that'd be as bad as David Arquette. Um, but no, I think this is Adam Cole's time, baby. He and Undisputed Era, it's time. I think it's too early for them to go up because honestly, the the real story of the Undisputed Era has yet to even be told. They need that, to control the NXT title. They need to be Evolution. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, even more so, right? They need to control all the belts. Yeah. Have a true undisputed era down at NXT. So who would it would it be? Adam Cole, obviously, with the uh, NXT World Title. Uh, yeah, I think you put the uh, North American Title on Roddy. Yeah, and then have uh, Fish and O'Reilly with the tag. Yeah. Red Dragon Tag Team Champions. Which, dude, mind fucking blown, and I don't know why it took me so long to realize this, that Red Dragon, with the D and the R capitalized, mm-hmm. was for Davey Richards, because they formed after Kyle turned on Davey Richards, and him and Fish were attacking him, so it was kind of like a... Oh. Yeah, dude, that... Bobby Fish told that, it was a, it was, he was on a, a Edge and a Christian's podcast, and he said that. He was like, I was like, can we be called Red Dragon? And can you capitalize the D and the R? And I was like, what? (laughs) Wow. Huh, I never realized that. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, there you go, people. Little known wrestling fact for you all. (laughs) Huh, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought that was just so smart. I was like, oh my god, that's genius. (laughs) That is genius. Damn. Alright, and And it's one of those things where if you don't notice it, it's, it's just like, oh yeah, they're just called Red Dragon, whatever. But like when you do notice, yeah. you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is really cool. Yep. Alright, and what's going to be even cooler is then uh, when I get a clean sweep on this whole show predictions-wise. Because now I? for the NXT Women's Championship match, I'm going on a little bit of a limb here. Although I legitimately think this is what's going to happen. Because I feel like the four horsewomen are either coming up like maybe at the end of WrestleMania, because like depending on how uh, Rousey loses, if she loses, and if the four horsewomen are there, then there could be other four horsewomen, or I see them maybe showing up on Raw immediately after WrestleMania. Hold on, hold on. you're giving me shit for all these call-ups, and then you're talking about the four horsewomen going up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that because that makes sense with the Ronda storyline. I, I cause like honestly, like I'm trying to figure out like what they do with ronda afterwards like if she has this gigantic loss like obviously she can just come back and punch bitches or whatever but like it smells to me especially because like all right we've got bailey and sasha as the tag champions you've got charlotte up in this match and then you've got becky you've got all four horsewomen in very prominent matches here at wrestlemania 
with mm-hmm. titles on the line. Like, this is the time, I feel like, for the horsewomen thing to happen. Or at least when we get to the women's begin title to tease match, of it. And then, I'll, like, I'll go in with my theory. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I think you got to get the title off of Baszler. And having a four-way match is the perfect time and place to do it. Yeah, without damaging your credibility, obviously. Um, but then the problem is who to put it on. And I think they might have some other plans with the Japanese girls. So I think that Bel Air might capitalize on this chaos here and become the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, EST of NXT. I was going to pick uh, Shane, Shane on this match. So, But if I wasn't going to pick Shane, I would have picked Bianca. I think it's going to be one of those two. I think it's either Shane or Retains or mm-hmm. Bianca wins it. Yeah. Because, like, for a while, I kept thinking... Because initially, this was supposed to be, I think, just a one-on-one, right? It was supposed to be initially uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Io Shirai, I think. Oh, you're right. Euro, yeah. But then the other two women got added in. I really thought, like, Shirai was probably going to be the next champion. But then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see them giving her a big singles run. Yeah, like, the more and more time goes on, they keep kind of just, like, emphasizing her relationship with Kyrie, and I feel like her momentum is sort of dwindling a little bit. I, th- I think her run might be with the, I think, the women's tag team championship. I think her and Kyrie mm-hmm. might make a run for that. Yep, that's kind of what it seems to be more and more. Yeah. Which, actually, I'm, I'm okay with. I think that could be cool. Okay. Uh, I just realized that the cards go in increasing size now. Yes, that was so. just the warm-up. <laughs> okay, so... We got through five cards. We still have 12 plus 15, 27 more to go. Oh, man. Okay, on to the G1 Supercard. So we could, we could, in in all reality, we could have a tie. It's possible. Because there's an even number of matches. Or no, wait. Right? Yeah, 30. It's going to be 32 total. Okay. So it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Okay. G one super card. Let's see. What do we start with? What do we start with? Um. I. Oh well, wait. It's my turn to pick. Oh right? yeah. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna pick for the ROH World Championship match. I mm-hmm. think Marty Scroll comes out of that with the ROH world title. Damn it, I agree. I feel <laughs> like this is time for Skrull to ascend. I think, like, uh, there's been a lot of talk about his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's up with Ring of Honor, and so will he go to AEW or not? Like, will Ring of Honor be able to convince him? Uh, I think... Uh, I think no matter what, he goes to AEW, but I think Ring of mm-hmm. Honor now has money and is going to push him to show like this is what you could have here so i think they're gonna mm-hmm. put their best foot forward with that i agree absolutely because i think 100 percent. because i definitely think that he's at some point aew bound that's i think almost no question yeah however the fact that he already has like in roh he's got like villain enterprises they're like i don't think that they would have given him a faction if all of a sudden he's just about to be heading out the door you know what i mean yeah i think ring of honor is probably very similar like i don't think ring of honor is as uh, booked out as uh, New Japan is. Mm-hmm. New Japan, like Kenny Omega has talked about in his round of interviews recently about his documentary coming out, has said that New Japan is like booked out at least a year in advance most times. Mm. Maybe even longer. 
mm-hmm. and I think Ring of Honor is longer than WWE, maybe not that long. And so I think they've already had a conversation with him of like, one, when is the contract up? And two, mm-hmm. if maybe some kind of extension. Because if you think about it, like AEW doesn't have anything yet. Like they have double or nothing, but that's pretty much it. And so maybe they can convince him like, hey, we'll keep you warm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. with our tv that's already set in place and things like that and then once your contract is done then you can go over there right and i, I would even think too that maybe from you know, at least some percentage of like from his perspective i think he would almost want to probably take that chance at least a little bit on himself just right. to see like how much further he could go by himself now that he's had that time in bullet club before he has that time to kind of go back into being the elite yeah, because, I mean, like, what is his spot in AEW? Like, is mm-hmm. he a top guy or not? Like, we we don't know yet because we haven't seen how this card is working out, so. Right. Because, like, I really don't know exactly. I'm sure they probably have some plans for it, but, like, I would really like to see maybe if when he eventually comes to AEW, maybe he comes in almost kind of like an invasive force. Like, if he comes in as a heel, maybe even mm. if he doesn't come in alone, like, what if Villain Enterprises is going to come with him? Yeah. Or something like that. That'd be really yeah, cool. Maybe not specifically PCO and Brody King, mm-hmm. but yeah, some form of it. Yeah, or even just being a heel by himself, because I think you could kind of run the whole storyline of like, oh, well, you guys all left me behind. Yeah. You mm. know, and now I'm come back for my vengeance. Could be very cool. Yep. Um, but anyway, so back to this ROH title match, because I do think that he probably is going to win this title, but if it's not him. I kind of feel like they're going to use this as an opportunity because like a ladder match is so chaotic. It's a perfect opportunity to take a title off of somebody that you want to protect. Somebody like Jay Lethal. I, so. I, I, I agree with you. I don't even think like a ladder match is needed for that. I think you can beat Lethal mm-hmm. and it's totally like in the minds of the ROH audience, Lethal's God. Like, <laughs> True, but I, I feel like Matt Taven is the kind of guy who's still enough of a step beneath him. Mm, he can't he can't quite believably beat him especially because didn't they have that giant like uh iron man tie or uh, oh yeah. like lethal retained but like yeah, it was kind of like a tie like it was a tie yeah time limit yeah time limit so i feel like this would be the kind of opportunity like this is the way that taven could get that upper hand to get the title right like sneaking around the stipulation of like well i can't quite beat jay lethal but maybe i can get up a ladder faster than him mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Especially, like, if the Kingdom gets involved. Because, like, the Kingdom is not involved in another match. But, like, you know, Villain Enterprises is. Yes. Alright. So, so what's your taking, next? Um, let's see. What am I going to pick next? Oh, I know what I'm picking. Because I also cannot root against this man. I'm going for the Bully Ray Street fight. And I'm picking Juice! How did you feel when it was announced that it was Juice taking this spot? I was so excited, man. I was like, yes! Juice Robinson's gonna put a fucking pummelin on fucking fat boy Bully Ray. I was also, I'm just fucking really excited and pumped off of, like, Juice's uh, title defense off of Chase Owens. That match was fucking killer. Yeah. That was really good. So I'm just pumped as hell for Juice. Yeah, and I, th- I think there's no, qu- like, I don't... There's very few people that could have answered that challenge and it was going to be Bully Ray winning, right? <laughs> like, 
Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's specifically for Bully Ray is very much in getting the young guys over now in Ring of Honor. So, yeah, exactly. He's he's very past his prime. Yeah. But like he's still enough of a character, right, that he can put people over. Oh my god, his promos are still the best in the business. Like, like he is really great at just being a fucking despicable idiot. Like, just, <laughs> it's like just fuck this guy. <laughs> But it's so hilarious to see him on his like radio show later. Like where he's just like, Oh yeah, I get this guy, he's cool. Like <laughs> Then you watch him on Ring of Honor, like, oh fuck this guy. <laughs> but yeah, because like before this, I was thinking that Juice maybe was gonna be like a guy that could win the battle royal because he wasn't announced mm-hmm. for the show. But then yeah. getting his own actual match, I was very excited, so Okay. Uh right, what are you picking I think they've Obviously, I think there's a small chance that Bully Ray wins, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, the other thing I was thinking is, like, because it's a street fight, right? Like, who who knows what could happen? But, like, with Juice being involved with uh, Lifeblood, I feel like that would be uh, countering any sort of, like, shenanigans that Bully Ray might try to pull. Yeah. Uh, but my next pick is along the same lines as my ROH World Championship pick. I think Villain Enterprises of PCO and Brody King comes out with both Ooh. Tag Team Championships, the IWGP and ROH World Tag Team Championships. Okay. Wow. I think Villain Enterprises is leaving the garden with all the gold that they can get. That would be very impressive. Yeah, they would just be sh- like showered in gold. Because if you got ROH World Title, ROH Tag Titles, and IWGP Tag Titles, damn. And, like, I think Brody King is, like, big enough to have all those titles, like, perfectly around him. <laughs> Just draped on his shoulders and waists. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be a really strong debut for that faction. Mm-hmm. That'd be incredible. However, I, I think it's not quite destined to be. While I, I do still think that Skrull might pull the world title, I think, tag title-wise, I think it's going to be Bullet Club. I think the Gorillas of Destiny are going to be the ones to pull this out. You said about Destiny, and I was like, is that your pick? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was a little hint to the Gorillas of Destiny. I think, yeah. I feel like they've been really hot with it right now. Um, and I think that they're still trying to kind of rebuild a Bullet Club right now. And, I don't know, it's like, this is this is so hard because I could legitimately see any of these teams fucking winning this. Except maybe the Briscoes. I think that's the only one that I can't quite see. Yeah, oh, you I'll don't start... see the Briscoes. Well, just between the four, I think that's probably the one I'd rank last. As far as, like, who do I think has a chance in winning this match? Just because I feel like if, if they were going to win this match, it seems weird to have, like, dropped the titles over to Villain Enterprise right before this. Like, if they were going to go in, I feel like it would have been made more sense for them to stay champions going into the match mm. and then just successfully retain and then get the IWGP titles instead of like last second dropping the titles you do have to then win both titles that just seems weird to me yeah so that's why I'm like ah Briscoe's probably don't have a chance oh can I just say it mm. blew my mind when recently listening to Tangaloa on Colcabana's podcast I completely Missed the fact that he was Camacho in WWE. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep, yep, that was Camacho. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely doing better now. Oh, de- my fault. 
leaps and bounds. Yeah. Gets to wrestle on top of a company and gets to wrestle with his dad every once in a while. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Gets to even wrestle with his dad. Like, that is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, All spe- right. Speaking of cool, let's see. I think uh, the old British British title is going to be staying around the weight of the or the waist of the British guy. Zack Saber Jr. is keeping his title. You know, like Tanahashi is going to be the British champion. Somehow that just seems like a really weird fit to me. That all of a sudden Tanahashi is just like the British heavyweight champion. I mean, they that's that... uh, that's Rev Pro's title, right? Yeah. Yep. That's Rev Pro's title. So I mean. They have the the Royal Quest thing coming up in a little bit. Maybe, maybe it would be a build up to that. Like guarantee you that Tanahashi's at that event in the main event. Hmm. Or I don't, I don't. I assume maybe the British title is the main event of that show. If it's called yeah, Royal Quest, sure. but I don't know. I, I guess there's an outside chance. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Here, here's my outside chance. Tanahashi wins it and starts going over to Rough Pro shows. <laughs> <laughs> like he just just a talent swap he's just a British wrestler now yeah you know maybe he could start doing like a different version of the uh, the air guitar for all the British people like he'd start uh, doing some like Beatles songs with the air mm. guitar some Oasis uh oh here's a match that I'm 100% confident in mm. uh I think Roosh goes over Dalton Castle I don't think there's any question here. New major signing. I think Dalton's like the gatekeeper, basically. Yeah, definitely. And, and Dalton's the kind of guy that could lose to someone like Roosh, and I don't think it really hurts him that much. No, because um, his gimmick is over. Yeah, his gimmick is over. He's you know, he's a solid wrestler. And also, um, from what I've kind of looked at as far as Roosh's booking lately and whatnot, like he's been booked very strongly lately. So I think yeah. if he all of a sudden were to drop the castle kind of out of nowhere, that would derail him too much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. But, uh, you know what? Uh, stranger things have happened. So maybe maybe Dalton Castle is all of a sudden going to be a, uh, a priority for them again. And they're going to give him a big win here over Roosh. That would be hilarious. Maybe. Uh, here's my conspiracy theory for maybe how it worked. Because maybe... Uh, the rest of LIJ is coming to help their LI, Los Ingobernables buddy, Roosh. But then Lifeblood comes out to help Castle and even the odds, and this is all part of a storyline for Castle joining Lifeblood. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yep. But other than I mean, that, that, outside that, of that happening, I think Roosh demolishes him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that would be cool only in the sense that it would just give Dalton something. I feel like he hasn't had something in a while ever since his like title run so mm-hmm. yeah he does need something to do mm-hmm. all right so mm. what's your next pick let's see speaking of things to do things to... oh all right i feel pretty confident about this one i'm pretty sure uh taiji ishimori is keeping the iwgp junior title yeah i feel like he's uh been pretty dominant with the title so far and especially the like the uh, guys they've had him fight like you know he's already beaten kushida he had beaten uh uh, let's see taguchi was a you know very mild defense but then he beat liger that's a big legend very important Mm -hmm. and so i feel like him dropping it to dragon lear bandito would be a little bit too much of like a swerve out of nowhere but then again like 
you know, depending on how much they want to have either of these guys come in, especially Dragon Lee, like, because he's come in a lot more often, like, maybe Bandito, because he's, like, you know, the new ROH signee. Maybe he'd yeah, be a Bandito's big part of the... De- yeah, Bandito's definitely more of the ROH side, so... Right, definitely far more ROH, so, like, depending on if either of these guys are planning on being in the best of the Super Juniors this year, I could kind of see it, but I feel like it's probably Taiji Ishimori. But if they want one of these guys to be in that position, I think they would have a strong showing in the juniors tournament. Yes. Like, not I here. I don't think their big spot is here. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh, I think if it would be anyone, it would be Dragon Lee, because he is more of the New Japan guy rather than Bandito, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have a <laughs> snowball's chance in hell. Of, I think Taiji takes it. But man, this match is going to be absolutely killer to watch. Oh, it's going to be fucking nuts. I cannot watch. I cannot wait to watch this in person. Uh, I am going to pick the winner of the Honor Rumble next. Ooh, okay. Because I think it's pretty obvious. I think Jushin Thunder Liger has to win this. Okay. You think it's got to be Liger? I think it's because announcing his retirement and then he's going to be in the Garden, which should be one last time, right? Mm. Like. True, true. I mean, I think he's definitely at least going to get an important spot, for sure, because the people are going to yeah. be excited to see him. Maybe he'll get one of the only actual music entrances. Oh, I think absolutely. I think T- Liger on his new uh, his retirement tour in the Garden, you have to. I think a couple of people get entrances, but he's got to be the last one. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit directly counterpick to that and say that. Uh, so instead of using this opportunity to then glorify the guy who's actually retiring soon. I, I think, think he's going to be this. I think he's going to be the kind of old man to put over a younger guy and he's yep. going to put over a younger guy who he's put over before in a certain way. I think let's give it to Cheeseburger. I you know he gave him the Shote. So let's I, give him the honor rumble win. I I heard this theory <laughs> the other day on a podcast and I went Son of a bitch, I think they're right. Like, Liger is one of those guys that's like, I'm going out, and I'm going to put everyone over on my way. <laughs> like, Especially because, like, even the way that he handled, like, his match that he had with uh, Ishimori, like, the title yeah. match, it was very much like a, I'm just trying to see if I can survive and keep up with this kid. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like, nope. Got my ass kicked. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm going home. See I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home in a year. I have enough to get through this. I have exactly enough gas to get me through one more year. <laughs> but then I'm dead. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that'll be the end for him. But, uh, yeah, uh, fuck it. Let's say give it to Cheeseburger. How do, is there anything actually at stake here? Like, does somebody get a, a title match later on? Like, obviously not on this show, but, like, at some other point? like I don't think they've said anything. Hmm. Well, all right. I guess there doesn't have to be something for everything. I, I think it's just getting everyone on the card. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting down to some pretty hard ones here. Yep. Um, Alright. I'm going to go with Ibushi winning the Intercontinental title. Oh, okay. I think it's uh, for two different reasons. One, I think it would be something great for Ibushi to do. Like, I think he could really kind of take that title and make it his own while being, like, separated from the main title picture. He doesn't have to get caught up in that. But then also at the same time, this would then finally free up Naito 
to then go up into the main title picture because uh, like whether Okada gets the title back or if Jay White retains it, going to need some new challengers. And it's been a little while since Naito's had a uh, title match, so I think it's time. Yeah. Um, this th- this match is literally a toss-up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think either guy could win because both are popular in front of the crowd that they're going to be in front of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe Ibushi has a little bit of the edge, which is why I agree with you. Um, but there's always the possibility that Naito retains. Very true. I, I definitely could like. I would not be surprised in the slightest if Naito retains this battle. Mm-hmm. I, I think these two have the strongest chance of match of the night. Mm-hmm. I, this is also a, a, the type of match, like the way they've been building this story too. With like the, they constantly talk about how they they bring out the best and worst in each other. That I could also totally see them building this up to be just like a. Like a no contest, like a double count out, like they just killed each other so much that the match cannot even continue. And I don't even think I would be that upset if that was the way that it ended. Like depending on how it was done. Yeah. Because yeah, like, I think these two are just gonna absolutely like. I I'm gonna be surprised if this is not match of the night. There's definitely gonna be a lot of matches I think are gonna be really good. But this is the one that I'm looking at as like. This is match of the night, baby. Is there is another match that for you do you think is going to stand out as match of the night over this one? Um, I think the next one after this is probably Ishimori, Dragon Lee, and Bandito. Mm, yeah, that. But just in terms of craziness, in terms of technicality. I don't know another match that's going to come close. Mm-hmm. What, like, do you yeah. have any? Um, um, Okada and White, probably. Like, that's going to be yeah. pretty good, I think. Um, I think I always underestimate White. I think also, depending on how good of a showing they have with Saber and Tanahashi, like, I think they have a good dynamic. And I like seeing them work together. I don't think that's necessarily going to beat Ibushi Naito, but, like, if you want an extremely technical match, like Saber is the kind of guy who brings it on another level. But yeah, I think it's gonna be this one. Alright, what's your next prediction? Okay, my yeah. next one. Three matches left on this card? I think we have White and Okada. Mm-hmm. Uh Osprey Cobb. Yes. And, and the then the women's tag. So I'm gonna go with uh ooh uh I think Osprey might take the never open weight end ROH World TV titles because I think Cobb might be getting set up to go for a run for the world championship. Okay. So yeah, I'm going with Osprey on that one. Gotcha. So you're you're kind of using the uh, the Ibushi Naito reasoning that I was just using, yes. saying that uh, setting Cobb up for better things. Yep. Hmm. I could definitely see that because <clears throat> I also like Osprey has been really having like a uh, like a really good ring with the open weight title. 
like I think better than most people have, like actually utilizing the concept of open weight to like really help establish because like he's doing the journey right now of like going from junior weight to heavyweight and the open weight is what's helping him like have that opportunity to fight the big guys and he's been going on this like giant killing spree so yeah if he were to kill Cobb too I think that would just like really add a feather to that cap but I don't know maybe he's I could see them also pulling the storyline of him having fought too many big guys recently going through like this uh, New Japan Cup and then maybe Cobb is just the one he can't overcome and it's too big. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, you know, I could kind of see Cobb winning this. Because Cobb is pretty big in Japan, too. Like, they do like him. And I could see him, like, the kind of guys that they like, they've seen him, or they like to seem to put him up against are very much open weight title guys. Like, Goto, like Elgin, like Ishii. Well, Elgin, I think, is a free agent now. Oh, yeah, shit, that's right. They did just let go of Elgin, didn't they? Yeah. Well, uh, contract ran out, and he didn't resign, or they didn't offer him. I'm not sure what happened. Right, yeah, whatever situation they've yeah. got. Okay, yeah, I'll take Cobb. Okay, and then I will pick... This is such a hard one for the um, for the main event. I could very, very legitimately see go this going either way. I think... I think to help open up some of... I don't know. Just This is New Japan. This is New Japan. I think it's going to be Okada. I think because Jay White... So Jay White beat Tanahashi to get this title. And to get the opportunity to do that beforehand, or not get, I guess it wasn't directly in line for this, but before that, he had beaten Okada twice in a row, because he beat him in pretty much record time at Wrestle Kingdom, and then he beat him in the uh, G1 last year. So I feel like Okada kind of needs to desperately get a win over him, otherwise he's going to like sink pretty bad. And I feel like the way that W or wait, not the way WWE. The way that New Japan likes to tell stories is very, very slow and very integral. And I feel like it would make more sense the way they like to do things. That the story was that Jay White got the better of Tanahashi, got the better of Okada, but is not better than Okada yet. Like he got the better of him for a time, but now he's gonna have to work to kind of like consistently get the better of him. Hmm. But I could be very wrong. What are your thoughts on this match? Uh, <clears throat> originally, I thought Jay White goes over 100%. Mm-hmm. But then I heard, like, this is New Japan's foray into real foray, I guess, into America. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to Madison Square fucking Garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... So I think you have to have your guy. And, like, not that Jay White isn't their guy, but Okada mm-hmm. is. Okada's the Cena of New Japan, I would say. Yeah, because, I mean, the last couple of years they've been building him as the face. So. Yeah. So he's definitely the face right now, so you got to have him go over. So first I was like, Jay White all the way, and now I'm like, oof, I can see Okada doing it. So mm-hmm. I definitely see your way, but I could also just see Jay White winning. Yeah. 
So, yeah, cause like he, you know, he's been driving people wild, getting people angry. You just keep doing it. Cause yeah, it's like it's all about that lasting image. Cause this will be the lasting image coming out of the garden. Is it's like all right, is Okada victorious and things are like quote unquote back to normal, or is the uh, Cutthroat Era still going? Jay White still doing the reign of terror over the New Japan roster. Cause like this is a big show, so there's kind of that uh, standard setting opportunity of like what do we have, what do we want as that lasting image? And I think that's why I'm leaning Okada. But uh, all right, women of honor, who are you taking? <laughs> uh, let's go with the team of uh, Hannah Kimura, Stella Gray, and Sumi Sakai. Oh, is it a tag team match? Not the. Uh, is there not a women of title match or women of honor title match? I don't believe there is a women of honor title match. Oh, okay. It's yeah. The only match I'm seeing right now is a six woman tag. Okay. Okay. So, what was the team you were picking again? Uh, Sumi Sakai, Stella Gray, and Hannah Kimura. The other team is Kijitsu, Jenny Rose, and Hazuki. I guess I'm picking them. <laughs> I don't even know, like, half of them. <laughs> but they can win this match because they're in it. So I pick them. Oh, man, that's horrendous. Uh, but, yeah, all right, there we go. That's that's all of G1 Supercard, right? Yep. On to the big bad boy, WrestleMania 35. Oh, my God. Get ready for this. We're almost there. We're almost there, Joe. We're halfway. Oh, I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> we could do it. Okay, let's see. Um, what do I feel the most confident in? I feel very confident that... Uh, I feel confident that Triple H will win. I don't think this is going to be his retirement. Uh, versus Batista? Yeah. And Batista's not sticking around, so... No. Like, cause, and he's been, like, very vocal for a long time of saying that he wants to, like, you know, have his retirement match against Triple H, so... It's like, alright, cool. Here you go. Finally getting it. So, uh... Old Hunter Hearst Helmsley lives to see another WrestleMania, unfortunately. I think... Not that I want him to actually die, but I just want him to stop wrestling. <laughs> Although he's definitely not the most egregious. He's not like, you know, Undertaker and stuff. Yeah. Which, uh, thank God, there's no fucking Undertaker this year. <laughs> yeah, he's just appearing at StarCast. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a Christmas miracle. Uh, I'm going to go with the easiest pick, which is that Finn Balor's coming out as the demon. So uh, he's winning. Yes. Demon Balor. Which, like, what the fuck, man? Why are you coming out as the demon now? But, like, you didn't bother. It's like, you know what? I'm going to be fighting Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. For the fucking match that I've been complaining about not getting for, like, two years. Eh, I just won't dress up as the demon. But Bobby uh, Lashley. Oh, <laughs> uh, what you ever call it? Uh, Chris Jericho on his podcast talking about that, like... Him and his assistant just get drunk and re- uh, like preview uh, WWE pay per views, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> Jericho goes, 
So wait, he's coming out of this demon now. Why didn't he do the demon when he <laughs> was facing Brock Lesnar? Right, like so many other times where like the stakes have been so much higher. And you just, nah. But then now, like why? Why now? Alright, whatever. I guess I have to pick Lashley. Uh, because sometimes WWE likes to do outrageously stupid things. And maybe this will be one of those times. Where they're just like, you know what people like even more than Demon Balor? Bobby Lashley. Everybody loves Bobby Lashley. He's the most charismatic, most interesting wrestler to ever be. <laughs> Let's keep him as the Intercontinental Champion for all time. Uh, no. Let's not do that. Um, hmm. Next prediction. I think, alright. They are going to be absolutely goddamn stupid beyond all reason, but, like, they could totally do it. Ah, fuck. No. They have to do it. Becky Lynch is winning the goddamn main event. I'm stating it right now. Like, if they don't, it'll be Rousey. But, like, goddammit. This is the moment. If they fuck this up, they're in some deep shit. <laughs> like, I think 80,000 people will be rioting. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. What is, what is your, alright, well, what is your pick, and then what is your confidence in that pick? Okay, so, like I said, I would, I would walk people through my logic of this earlier. Yeah. And it was that when it was unsure when Charlotte won the title, whether it would be, um... Whoever wins just gets that title. Mm -hmm. Like, I heard that being thrown out. Or, like, basically only one title would be on the line. I was like, oh, Becky wins, and then all the four horsewomen have titles. Mm -hmm. And then they go up against Rousey, who loses her title, and her, her, four, four, his, ah, her four horsewomen. And that's, like, SummerSlam or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, now that it's both titles on the line, I still think you have to go with Becky. Like, but there was some doubt in me that I think it might be Charlotte. Ooh, okay, so then, because I've, I've taken Becky, so who are you taking, Rousey, or are you taking, uh, uh, Charlotte? I'll take Charlotte. I think it's just anybody but Rousey. Okay. Interesting, because, yeah, I, I, I keep feeling like Charlotte, the only... Like, weirdly enough, I feel like the only point that she's ever had in this match is to either be the person who takes the fall or to have always been a red herring. Because for a little while, I was actually kind of thinking when they had ripped the title off of Asuka at the last second and put it on Charlotte, I thought the way they were actually going to go with this was that uh, this week on Raw, that Charlotte was going to pull uh, an angle and say like, hey, why is Becky even in this match? She doesn't even have a title. Me and Ronda both have titles. And do like one last angle to try and get Becky out of the match. And then that would lead to then this week on SmackDown, Becky versus Charlotte for the title. And then Becky would beat Charlotte. And then it would go on to title versus title at WrestleMania. And it would just be a singles match. But um, they did not do that. And it's still the triple threat. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. Because... WWE likes to sometimes just, like, dick people real hard right at the end. Like, just to try and make sure that you watch the next day somehow. Yeah. Like, 
oh, what's going to happen on Raw? Make sure you turn in. And that's the other other thing that keeps making me worry that like Lynch isn't winning this is that Rousey will win this because the four horsemen will show up during this match and fuck up Rousey, or not fuck up Rousey, fuck up Charlotte and Becky for Rousey so that then she can take both titles. And then she has the horsewomen at her back. Because with it being a triple threat, there would be no way for her to get disqualified. So they could just come down clean house and give her the win. So, I don't know. But I feel like the way they've been telling this story, like, I think they are they are smart enough. I think they know that, like, Lynch will win. I think they know that yeah. Lynch should. I, I feel 70% confident. <laughs> what about you? What is your percentage confidence that Becky Lynch wins this? Uh, I'm 90% confident. Okay. That's pretty I, good. I, there's that 10% still in me that, yeah, W's going to try to fuck us over. Right. <laughs> like, they're definitely tempted. Okay, what's the next match for you? Uh, I am going to go with Kofi Kingston winning over Dana Ryan. Kofi? <laughs> oh, because man, I yeah. think I think if Becky wins, I think Kofi's going to be able to win. But now I don't know if Seth can win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... That's the fucking thing, right? It's like, you know that, like, one of these three is not going to win, probably. <laughs> one of these three is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting sort of quick side bet philosophical conversation. Do you think they're going to give us two out of the three, or only one out of these three as a win? The only confidence I'm in is two out of three. I don't think it's three. I definitely don't think it's three out of three. I think they're not that much of a dicks that they'll do one out of three, so... Yeah, I think I I think you're right. I think they'll give us two. They'll give us two out of three, and then that way they like when we're like, hey, what about Seth? They can be like, hey, we gave you Kofi and Becky. All right, like, yeah, it's like shut <laughs> up. We gave you Kofi and Becky. <laughs> yeah, cause yeah, I, yeah. I definitely feel like they they'll probably go with Kofi. I think Kofi's gonna win this, but I could see there's two ways that I could see Daniel Bryan retaining. I could see either Luke Harper coming back. Because uh, they still have not brought Luke Harper back, even though he's ready to go and he's been you know, talking about how he wants to come back. Um, or if they use this as the most insane and inopportune time ever to break up New Day and have, like, say, Big E screw over Kofi in the middle of the match or something. With the, like, so the thing that I found extremely weird about the storytelling for how they decided to do this was, like, you know, they had the gauntlet match for Kofi. They fuck him over at the last second, so then the Kofi, so then the Gauntlet match is irrelevant. Even though it's like, how the fuck do you get more impressive than that? I don't know. So then next week they decide to do the tag team Gauntlet match with the rest of New Day, and then part of how they win that is the Usos surrender. Weirdly enough, I thought it would have made the most sense in the world if the idea was that it's like, okay, well. Usos, you guys surrendered in the middle of this thing, so clearly, you know, you guys tag team wise match, like those titles might not must not even mean anything to you. So you're gonna have to defend those titles against two members of New Day. But to go back to McMahon's phrasing, 
that like because they had won the gauntlet match he was like oh yeah kofi that means you get to go to wrestlemania that doesn't mean that you get to fight daniel bryan at wrestlemania so that would set up this last week at smackdown i cannot believe they didn't do this i thought they were going to do this i thought they were going to do a triple threat between the members of new day the winner would get daniel bryan the losers get the usos yeah but they didn't do that and i was really surprised because like even if they weren't gonna do anything like last minute crazy swerve and have somebody other than kofi win now i thought they were going to use that match as like a setup for all the stories kind of out of wrestlemania because like if say kofi wins i think it's it's going to be almost too hard for them to resist the fact that like they they're not going to be able to resist they're going to try and do a new day breaking up storyline with kofi as the champion and so then i thought that would be the perfect way to start setting it up is that like the tensions are there like hey you know what kofi you only got to wrestlemania because of us yeah i was gonna say that line definitely has to be said (coughs) yeah because that was like like, you need you needed us to win you the the chance right so yeah it's it's kind of weird they're holding on to those cards and not doing it yet which actually I, I maybe kind of applaud them for because it's like them either having some patience or either having some patience or like deciding to just do something different for once um <laughs> but like i could see them totally like just hiding it so that they could do it at wrestlemania and fuck over kofi then like maybe and then you'd be like you know raw after wrestlemania like a big storyline is like Big E has to explain his actions. Or if it was like Big E and Xavier Woods, like what if they both turn on him? That would be so depressing. Yeah. I don't want to see that in the slightest. <laughs> uh, I Like that is, I mean, it, it could be incredibly engaging storytelling, so maybe that's why it should happen someday, but like I don't ever want New Day to break up. Oh no, I I think you could do uh uh whatchamacallit? Like Kofi wins and New Day stays together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd be excited. I would love to see it. Definitely. So I, I hope I'm wrong on that one. I hope that Kofi wins. Even if he <laughs> even if they pull a Zack Ryder and just have him drop it the next day. I don't know. I might be fucking pissed if they did that, though. <laughs> I will be pissed if they do that. Anyway, moving on. Hmm. Let's see. I feel like there's. Mm. Yeah, somebody else. I feel like pretty confident that they'll give us a little bit of like that babyface happy comeuppance. Is I think that Miz will beat Shane. I feel pretty confident in that. Uh, cause he's got street fight rule or what is it? Uh, false count anywhere rules so i think that they're gonna pull a shane dives off of something and then miz gets out of the way at the last second yep you know hits hits a little bit of something on him skull crushing finale for the end bada boom that's it bada boom realist guy in the room exactly like i think shane will pull some other shit you know to try and you know get the upper hand get some numbers on him but then in the end uh miz will outsmart shane and uh get the win yeah and, and get the respect of his dad. And get the, and get the respect of his dad. Wouldn't that be funny as shit? Is after the match, Miz's dad just turned heel on him. <laughs> like, like he just drops Miz because I was with Shane all along. Yeah, he's like Shane is my new son. 
Oh, yeah. Vince is just like, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Triple H is my son. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I replaced you years ago, Shane. <laughs> Good job trying to find a new dad. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, this is, so, like, yeah. I don't know, how, how long is Vince supposed to be a babyface for, though? As long as his show is on. Apparently, that's what's making him a babyface. Oh, I see. So this is all just from Miz and Miss. Yeah. I see. Okay. Well, hopefully that gets canceled then soon. Uh, it just got renewed for a second season. So. Oh, no. A whole nother year of Babyface Miz? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, I don't know. What do you think of Baby? I think... I feel like it's a little bit better than last time. Because I think it, it like works. A couple years ago, they tried it a little bit. Yeah. And it didn't work then. It, it works better now. I just don't like badass Babyface Miz. Like... Yeah, I do not see him as like kicking everybody's ass and taking names. Like, no, that's not Miz. Yeah, like, I'm not sure how he was supposed to have gotten that much of an upper hand on Sanity this week on yeah. SmackDown. It was like, what? This is this is almost as egregious as like when Punk beat the Shield somehow <laughs> and had to make Roman look strong. <laughs> like, you want to make him look strong? Have him beat me. Uh, speaking uh, of Roman, yeah. I think he gets a win over Drew McIntyre. Okay, okay. You so uh, you're you're saying that the uh, his the power of him coming back from leukemia will fuel him to a victory over Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and I I think this is especially because it's WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I think this is his first singles match back. Yes, I think you're I think you're right. So I think he has to at least get the win on this, and then after that, you can be like, "Okay, it's okay to lose now." Like, <laughs> hmm. I don't. I really feel like if they want to keep the goodwill going that people have towards him right now, he needs to lose. He needs to lose bad. Like, not not that he needs to get squashed, mind you. Like, not that he needs to have no offense, but like, I think Drew McIntyre needs to be brutal, and like you know, post match beatdown some shit like really make sure that people continue to try and love this man because like I feel like if, if you just start to give him too much because like here's the problem if Reigns beats McIntyre Reigns is probably then the next challenger for the Universal Champion and that is going to be way too fast like people are immediately right going to where... they're going to turn on him immediately they're going to be like Fuck you. We don't care that you had leukemia. We wish it had finished you off. Get out of here. Fuck you, Reigns. Like, if, if they if they put him right back in the title picture, it's over. Like, they need to wait. And I think that starts with McIntyre beating him. But So that McIntyre is in the picture. I can yeah, see that. Because like, McIntyre doesn't even need to win. He just needs... I think McIntyre would be a solid threat. Uh, obviously, yeah. he's a better solid threat fit for Rollins than he is for Lesnar. Um, but... Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go to that match next. I think... Despite what I was just saying, because I... I think that it would be smarter to have McIntyre win this. I think the WWE is going to do its typical thing of like not thinking correctly. And they are only going to give us two out of the three wins that we want. I think Lesnar fucking retains this goddamn title somehow here. 
So if Lesnar retains, I think you need Roman to win I, the other match. To no, I agree. Like so, if I if I were booking this, I would have Rollins win and McIntyre win. Yeah, but I just I think that they're gonna like get a burr in their ass and they're gonna be like, wait, Lesnar can't lose, <laughs> and then just keep the title on Lesnar for some fucking reason. And be like what? He magically signs another contract and yeah, because. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll stick with it because that—that's just like their that's that is their go-to mo stupid move is just Lesnar retains for some reason. Because like Rollins would actually be a far more interesting opponent for either Reigns or McIntyre for the Universal Championship. Like Rollins is the better guy in a, yeah. in either case. But it's WWE and they can't give you too many nice things. So that's that's why I think they'll they'll deny us Rollins, even though it shoots them in the foot. Like, yeah, yeah. I think uh, they'll probably unfortunately do what you were saying. I think Reigns will probably win, and it. it'll just be Reigns versus Lesnar again at whatever pay per view we have after WrestleMania. Okay, so you picked Lesnar then, right? Yep. Okay, so I have Rollins. I think there's a chance. There's a slight chance. They give us all everything we want. Wouldn't that be amazing? So, if they actually kind of went back to... Because, like, WrestleMania was always supposed to be kind of like, holy shit, all the baby faces win. Like, comparatively throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, so then, up next, I'm going to say Angle beats Corbin. Hmm. Okay. So you say Angle and, beats Corbin. And I think it's really fast. And then I think Cena comes out, and that's his real match. Oh, damn it. You stole what I was... Okay. Because I was... I'm not even going to pick Angle at all. I'm only picking Cena. Because I don't even think that the... I don't even think that the Corbin match happens. Oh, you think, like, Cena comes out before Corbin even enters the ring? Yes. I, and I think the way they're going to do it is, like, you know, so you got Angle comes out. He does his whole entrance and whatnot. You get ready to hear Corbin's music. But then Corbin doesn't even show up. And then all of a sudden you hear the Thugonomics music for Cena. Oh shit, and he comes out with the chain and everything? Yep, comes out with the chain, maybe even drags yep. Baron Corbin's body out. Like that he just I wouldn't even care back. if he won at, at that point, because I would just be so happy to see him as that. And just ruthless aggression <laughs> just comes down <laughs> and kicks Kurt Angle's ass <laughs> one last time. <laughs> oh man, that would be Word crazy. life. This Word is basic life. Thugonomics. Exactly. This That's, is basic thugonomics. Because, like, they fucking had Corbin tap as the final image on Raw this week. Yeah. Like, what the fuck were you leaving for us at WrestleMania then, dude? I don't think... I think so, this yeah, is I, definitely bait and switch, so... Yeah. That, yeah, I hope so. They're going to be really stupid if they don't bait and switch. If they actually put on Angle and Corbin, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're just asking for everybody to get up and take a shit. And then throw it at the stage, like not even get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm I'm walking out. I'm just gonna be like, guys, get a ride back to the hotel. I'm done. <laughs> it's, instead of like both these guys, just like fuck this match, fuck this match. <laughs> Uber home. Uber home. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's see. Next match. Um, okay, we don't have. We still have Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese 
AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Andre the Giant, Battle Royal, Joe and Mysterio. Is Mysterio uh, the, still wrestling or is he injured? I believe he's still wrestling. Okay. Uh, the women's tag team match and the women's Royal Rumble. Oh, and the tag team, SmackDown tag team match. And the SmackDown tag team match. Um, I'll go with the women's tag team match. I think Boss Hug retains. Yeah, uh, if there was another team to win, I think it might be Divas of Doom. Ooh, is that what they're calling themselves now? That's what they were called back in the day. Oh, okay, that was the old name. Yep, gotcha. Yeah, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, yeah. The Divas of Doom. Yeah. Um, because I think, uh, like if it's if it's gonna come off Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania, I think giving Beth that moment that she never was able to have, mm-hmm. and uh, when she was like actually wrestling, so that'd be a lot of fun, and it wouldn't have to be like a really long reign. No, even if like they lose it the next night or Raw. Yeah, and hell, honestly, like. Plus, a tag team is the perfect place, too, right? To hide, like, a returning veteran, like, you know, just in case she's got some ring rust, you know? Then yeah. you got Natty right there. You can just tag in any time you need. I mean, I think in terms of, uh, like, fitness, mm-hmm. Beth looks amazing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she looks more jacked than even when she was actively wrestling. So let's just see how she looks in the ring. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. So I will go with, I'll go with, uh, they probably, this probably won't happen, but I want it to, to make up for losing the SmackDown or yeah, losing the SmackDown women's title. Mm-hmm. I think Oscar wins the women's battle Royal. I agree. That's, it's like, they should at least give her something, right? Yeah. Like for, like here's it. Here's your consolidation, uh, con- consolation, consolation prize. prize. Yeah, like we Man, yeah, we not we, talk tonight. We ripped your title away from you to try and make the main event more compelling. So, and then Here's this. and then you were super happy that Kofi won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, if not Asuka, who else on the women's roster do I think could win this? Do you want to know the announced name so far? Uh, I mean, I guess it's just got to be like everybody else, right? Like they don't have that. So many far, women. the only announced names. There are Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Selena Vega, Nikki Cross. Huh. You know what? Let's let Ruby Riot finally fucking win something. <laughs> but, like you know what? This is the this is the kind of match that'd be perfect. Yeah, you know, she she's got some squad like like she's got some underlings to use as cannon fodder. And yep. all she needs to do to win is just knock a bitch over the top rope. So, yeah. Let's let's give it to Ruby Riot. I'm going to pick her. Asuka takes out the other members of the Riot Squad, and then Ruby exactly. comes and takes her out. Gets her from behind. Exactly. Okay. So, oh, so you get to pick next. Let's see. What else we got? We got, we got the U.S. title match, Cruiserweights, Orton Styles... SmackDown tag and the other Battle Royal. Um, I'm gonna pick AJ Styles to go over Randy Orton. I think this match is a coin flip. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think either literally, guy 
The reason I picked Styles is because Orton hit the RKO on him on the Go Home SmackDown. So therefore, yeah. WWE's reversal booking, Styles gets the win at the pay per view. Yeah, which is mostly what's going to happen. Like a lot of times, the faces are going to win in yeah majority of the matches of WrestleMania. I just think it's like they be, these these two haven't matched because they didn't have anything else. They just went, oh shit, we have two of our biggest stars left over fuck it let's just put them together like that's what this uh feud has felt like definitely that's that's absolutely where it came from but like i will say this at least in its defense is that at least like the promo this week and some of the chemistry leading into it i think it's actually got a lot of legs despite it coming together for just absolutely like random practicality reasons i think it should definitely continue after mania give it more of a build because these two going after each other Mm -hmm. are so great you're so right like randy has the whole thing of like i've been in wwe the whole time like while you were only making like peanuts on the indie scene i was making wwe money and aj comes back with well you've been suspended by the wellness policy (laughs) you have anger problems like it's all this great stuff yeah yeah and then yeah exactly and then you're saying like there are reasons that i was kept out of here and then orton counters back with like look if you were actually as good as you think you were you'd been here a long time ago like it's it's really good yeah like, it's kind of come out of nowhere for how good it is, but yeah, I would love to see it continue, for sure. Uh, Alright, let's see. Next next match. I'm going to go Samoa Joe retains the U.S. title. Uh, I think he gets Rey Mysterio's son involved and mm. gets Rey distracted with that. Okay. Yep, that's fair. As, as soon as I heard that uh, Dominic was going to be at ringside, I was like, yep, <laughs> Joe's going to do something with him. That is a good, fair point. I totally forgot about the Dominic involvement in this. Yep. So, honestly, I was getting distracted more about, like, the constant rumors that have been floating around for so long about the idea that they want to do a tag team with uh, Mysterio and Andrade. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I kept thinking, like, oh, well, all right, so maybe even though there's it doesn't make sense for storyline, maybe that they're just going to do that, and, like, maybe Andrade will come out and help Rey Mysterio win or something. Yeah. So, uh, or maybe... I also want to see Dominic turn on Ray and oh. bring up the line, you put my custody on the line against <laughs> Eddie Guerrero <laughs> in a ladder match. Like, what the fuck kind of father does that? <laughs> like, what an egotistical fucking asshole dad. Like... <laughs> I'll put your cup. Like the whole time you knew you were my father, but you yeah. let anything. <laughs> like, that... It's like, hey, but you know what? Like, if this guy can beat me in a fight, though, I think he deserves to be your dad instead. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so just like any thug off the street could just come and beat you up and take me. Like, <laughs> become my new dad. You're like four feet tall. All you need is like a six foot guy that's just. <laughs> you know what? Just. We should just every single uh, match for random WrestleMania is actually to become uh, Dominic's parent. They're all custody <laughs> battles for, or no, no, they're all custody battles for Make a Wish children. <laughs> every WrestleMania match, some Make a Wish. You kid. get a kid. <laughs> you you get... get a kid. Every man gets a kid. <laughs> and then John Oliver could win one too because he got invited to WrestleMania. After oh, his... did you see that segment? I did. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was, like, you know, pretty solid, faithful, like, you know, talking about it, the issues. I I think, like, uh, 
Aaron and I watched it, and I like pointed out, I was like, uh, the Bret Hart stuff is a little dated. You also have to think about the timing of Bret Hart stuff, like that was right after the Montreal Screwjob, which I'm actually on Vince's side about. <laughs> so it's just mm-hmm. like, I feel like they could have brought up more recent stuff, but I think they kind of did that with the punk thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was glad they brought up some of the punk stuff, you know, obviously, and then also talking about uh, some of the stuff with uh, Ventura, you know, having tried to start the, yeah. the Wrestlers Union and then it getting squashed out. So, like, you know, there were some more recent examples, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I would hope that, because obviously, probably the point, right, is to try and, like, put more pressure onto WWE to try and reconsider some of their policies and either, you know, give their performance proper health insurance or... Ex- or at least yeah. if they're going to be independent contractors, then actually let them be independent contractors. Yeah, and Oliver was clear. He's like, look, I'm a wrestling <laughs> fan. Like, I'm not just shitting on the product. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I so. mean, and both of us, clearly, like, we do not hate wrestling, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I have very mixed feelings about the man McMahon. I, like, sometimes I absolutely hate him, but there's also times where I gotta respect him, too. Yeah. Um, I think that probably sums it up pretty well. I respect him, but I also hate him. Yeah. I did like Oliver's uh, showing of, like, he was like, yeah, sometimes they listen to fans. Like, this is Roman Reigns. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so amazing. I, we were watching that. Uh, that Emma was watching. She was like, oh, my God. Which night was that? I was like, oh, yeah, that was when Reigns was bragging about uh, having uh, retired The Undertaker. Like, <laughs> one of the most heelish things you could have fucking done. And he was trying to be a babyface. Like, yeah, technically he was, but, like, I don't even know if he was at that point. <laughs> the way, I feel like, I remember the way that he delivered that line. He's like, it was smug as fuck. He's like, hey, bitch. Because he's just a I smug re- guy. Like, <laughs> he can't deliver. <laughs> Except for now. Like, apparently leukemia cured him of his smugness. Who knew? <laughs> Oh, I feel gross having said that. That was pretty bad. All right, let's move on to the next match. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, is it my pick or your pick? I think I just picked uh, for Styles, right? Or was it that I picked for Joe and Mysterio? Uh, that, I think. Yes, okay, so it's your pick. Okay. Um, I think... Shit. This is really hard for some of these. Um, I think Braun Strowman wins the Battle Royal for the men. I think he's going to... Well, I don't know. Shit, because like, he's definitely at least going to have the spot with Colin Jost and Michael Che. But it's like... The... Yeah, that'll probably be the end of it, too. Because they could do like a whole bunch of like just running around... You know... I bet you one of them's gonna hide under the ring, and then your Braun will think that he won it, and then like you know the other one comes out. It'll be Michael Jost probably, or Colin Jost. Yeah. I just combined them. Michael Jost and Colin Shay. <laughs> no, Colin Jost. Yeah, I think Braun Braun Strowman will win by lastly eliminating Colin Jost. Yes. That'll be fun, I guess. It'll be about as fun as uh, him and a 10-year-old winning the tag titles last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope, uh... Oh, that'd be great if, uh, what's his name? 
returns and helps him eliminate there Joster J. Yeah, and Nicholas comes back to help him. Yeah. <laughs> Just every year Nicholas comes back at WrestleMania, and he's one year older every year. So then in, like, what would it be, like, WrestleMania 43 or something, he could actually, like, compete. He could be, like, 18. Like, become a real wrestler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. That's the new long-term. Like, forget the Undertaker streak storyline. Let's get started the Nicholas streak storyline. Yes. Where every year at WrestleMania, Nicholas appears. And not only is he the youngest tag team champion ever, but he's the youngest WrestleMania winner ever, and he could have the longest WrestleMania streak of all time. Because he started winning when he was 10. Undertaker was at least in his 20s or 30s. 20s, probably. Yeah, 20s. He couldn't have been that old. Anyway. Yeah. Who are you, years. Who are you picking for that Battle Royal? Uh, just because I think it would be hilarious, Colin Jost. <laughs> okay. Colin Jost. So do you think it would be like Braun kind of fucks up, or is it like uh, an assist from like Michael Che and some others? I think I think Braun should fuck up and like Jost just like lowers the rope and Braun falls over or something. And then Joe just sits around like bragging that he eliminated Brawl all on his own and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, if they gave the Colin Joe's, that's like, you finally know it's like, all right, this thing is absolutely garbage. We're not supposed to take it seriously ever. <laughs> Which is so sad because, like, I remember, you remember the first year when Cesaro won it? And they we were, were like, like, yeah, this is going to go somewhere. Like, holy shit, this is going to go somewhere. Nope. Alright, let's see. Speaking of going places, um, I don't think that the Cruiserweight title is quite going anywhere yet. I don't think they have enough faith in uh, Tony Nese to take it off of Buddy well, Murphy. Wait, is it, is it this one my pick? Yes. <laughs> so, I agree. Buddy Murphy's retaining. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I don't, cause I, just, I just don't think they've built it up enough right for Nice to take it yet. Yeah. And I also don't really necessarily think that they would see Nice as the next guy to hold the title. Like, I, yeah, I just don't, I don't see a character in him that can hold on to it. So, yeah, like, I think that Nice is. I'm actually, I'm surprised, and I, I'm giving him some credit here. I think that he's come up as like a pretty good challenger for uh, Buddy Murphy, like especially the last like. Uh, match in the tournament where he had against Cedric Alexander the crowd was super behind him by the end of it like they really got on his side um but yeah I think it's a little it would I don't know I just don't think it's the right move to put it on Tony Nese but the defense of it I guess would be that it's New York he's from New York maybe they would be like well kind of like the same mentality with like Buddy Murphy where it's like all right let's try and get the big uh hometown crowd pop this True. might be like the best that we can ever get out of this guy and let's see what we have. And then if it translates into something, like it like Buddy Murphy, I think it's actually gone reasonably well. You know, yeah, maybe they could keep it going with Tony Nese, but then if it's a failure, then they could just put it back on Buddy Murphy or put it on somebody else. Like you know. Doesn't have to be a long title reign. Like Nice could be a transitional champion to somebody else. So uh 
I just think that one's on the pre-show, so I don't think you're going to get too much big prop to the crowd if Tony Nese wins. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, because he definitely right. doesn't even have, like, the level of bond that, like, Zack Ryder had with the crowd. Yeah, like, Zack would get a huge pop, so. Yeah. Which, actually, speaking of which, um, because I'm trying, do we have one match or two matches left? Because there's the SmackDown tag team match, but then is there also a Raw tag team title match? I don't know if the Raw tag team has been officially announced yet, so. Because I feel like I remember hearing somebody say somewhere, but I didn't get the confirmation of it yet, that, like, uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins were challenging the Revival. But that seems like that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. But then again, you know, it's WWE, so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'd... it is not in the. It's not on the WWE site of matches. Okay. Do they have anything so for just... the Raw tag team titles or no? No. Okay. So then I assume they're probably just not being. They're probably just be in the battle royal. I'm guessing. Yeah. Or last minute it'll be thrown on the pre-show. Yeah. So then is it just the SmackDown tag team titles? Yep, that's all that's left. Okay, so then it's. Usos versus uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus um, The Bar versus The Bar and then uh, Rusev and Nakamura correct hmm um Usos yeah I think Usos retain there's gonna be a lot of title switches on this and uh Alistair Black and Ricochet are a little too new and also, just why the fuck are they a tag team? <laughs> like, because it's the Working Man and Ricochet. <sighs> yeah, what the fuck? Like, at least give them some kind of like combined entrance. That'd be cool. <laughs> like, I actually, I'd, I'd heard this on another show that I thought was kind of funny. Two little pitches would be like either that uh, Ricochet does some sort of like flip and then like helps Alistair up like out of his grave. Or that, like, Alistair comes up with his grave and then, like, Ricochet, like, flips off the top of it. <laughs> like, nice. those would be cool entrances to do together. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the bar just lost them. So, I don't think they're just going to randomly give them back to him here at WrestleMania. Um, That's actually my pick would be, since you picked the Usos, I would say if not the Usos, then it's the bar. And the bar. And then, yeah, they're, it'd be really fucking random weird to give them to Rusev and Nakamura, so... I don't think they're going to do that. But yeah, I guess I could see the bar getting them back if they just don't want the Usos to hold on to them. Uh-huh. But the Usos are popular, so I figure there's, unless there's a good reason to put them on somebody else, I think you just keep them on the Usos. Yep. Yep. Did we all do right. it? Did we finally get through all the matches? I think we did. There's possibly another one. Possibly another one could be added, so that's very true but if it if it does it's too late the predictions are in yeah we're done if we're done the title is on the line this is the record setting uh number of matches for which titles on the line what was the total again like 30 32 because it was like 15 on wrestlemania yes five on undertaker and then yeah uh five on undertaker 
five on takeover and 12 on supercard all right and i'm exhausted one last question before you go which match of the entire weekend are you looking forward to most who uh i am gonna have to go with gargano and cole very solid option that's definitely up there for me i think I'd admit that was kind of a dream match of mine like seeing them both on the indie scene mm. and then now you're gonna get to see it very exciting and uh for me probably be a bushi naito yeah. uh another question mm. What is the match you're least looking forward to this week? Ooh. Um, the one that... Ooh, the least. Um, you know what? Weirdly enough, I, don't know, I was just looking at this card, and I'm stuck yeah. between two. Yeah, I'm stuck between either the Women's Battle Royal or um, <laughs> Balor versus Lashley. Mine would be Angle versus Angle versus Corbin. Oh yeah, I guess that, if that happens, deserves, that's the cake. <laughs> yeah, Angle deserves so much better. So, yeah, that's that's like it. That's almost like why I can't even believe. It. Like, there's no way that it's happening, especially because like yeah. the litany of people that they've given us as like here are his last matches on TV: Chad Gable, Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. It's like. Are they trolling us? Like, every single one of the options who would have been great at WrestleMania, instead you get on TV, and then the one match that nobody wants happens at WrestleMania? It's like, yeah. this is either the greatest troll job ever, or it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, I am exhausted. Yes. So. Me too. We will check back with you guys do we want to do a rundown next week or whatever the next pay-per-view is um i don't know i guess let's well you know, we'll talk about it yeah this weekend in new york baby at the g1 Supercard because yep. we're going to be there in person so watch and try to spot us in the crowd your favorite people yes and we will give our live reactions sometime in the future yes are they uh do we know are they cool with signs in that show or no uh, I can check. We'll have to look it up. All right. Well, peace out, listeners. Thank you all for sticking around for this long-ass show, listening to all our crazy predictions. All right. See you uh, sometime in the future. Yeah. See you all sometime. Too.